It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode and a new week right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Hope you had a good weekend, a championship Sunday in the books in the National Football League. And Super Bowl 55 is now set in Tampa Bay, Florida, two weeks from Sunday night. It is, for the first time ever, a team playing in its own home stadium down in Tampa Bay as Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we'll talk about both of those games coming up and as well some of the impact that they might have on the Washington football team, uh, first, we'll, uh, because we didn't actually do an episode on Friday afternoon, we had done one late Thursday night into Friday when we had basically what we had and nothing really changed. Uh, so I was uh, going to hold off. And where we left you was Martin Mayhew has been officially introduced as the team's new general manager. Marty Herney has been introduced uh, as the basically senior vice president of uh, executive vice president, I guess is what they're calling him uh, of football and player. And Marty Herney is the new executive vice president of football and player personnel. We didn't have that exact title uh, when we recorded our last episode going into the weekend uh, with a little bit of a different schedule here during the off season. Uh, So now we have that team officially announced that on Friday morning late. Uh, So basically, if you're keeping track of these things, you have a general manager, you have an executive vice president of football and slash player personnel. Meanwhile, you have a vice president of player personnel in Kyle Smith, who we also told you about on that Friday episode. The last episode we did is basically as good as gone. I mean, it hasn't officially happened just yet. Um, You know, maybe, 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 maybe uh, it will take a little while to unfold here. I've been told by multiple sources that it's it's close. Uh, I don't know what close means. I mean, everybody wants everything immediately. Uh, I would imagine at some point this week we will see something official Uh, But, you know, he's got to get another job first, right? I I don't think he's going to leave this job 
uh, unless he lines up another job. And that's not going to be a problem. It's just a matter of, you know, again, things kind of take some time to, you know, sign a contract and agree. And, and, and maybe it'll happen down this week in Mobile. That is usually a meat market uh, for coaching and for personnel meetings. Uh, and everybody's getting together despite limited, I'm sure, travel staffs and limited personnel at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. So we should, we should have some sort of resolution within the next week or so on Kyle Smith. And it's very likely that he will not be running the draft or personnel for the Washington football team much longer. Jason LaConfora of CBS Sports and Radio.com reported on Saturday morning that there would be, in addition to Kyle Smith leaving, which again, we told you uh, about on Thursday night and into Friday morning, that there would be a shakeup in the college scouting staff for the Washington football team as well. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, uh, but a guy like Tim Gribble, who replaced Kyle Smith as the director of college scouting, Kyle promoted him. Uh, he was a chief scout uh, along with Kyle and under Kyle. I mean, listen, he didn't re- he didn't promote him because he doesn't think he's any good. I would imagine that if Kyle leaves... Gribble could go with him to wherever. I reported four different teams on this podcast. You guys were the first to get that information. The Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Green Bay Packers were all all for it. Now, people have twisted it since I reported it this way, uh, but I was very careful about the wording. I... I I am not saying that they have actually reached out to the Washington football team and requested and been granted permission, as some have kind of colored it. I've said they are doing their due diligence and have a level of interest that, you know, is unspecified right now or as of Friday morning. And we'll see where the process goes. But it's clear and this is not a surprise to anybody that Kyle Smith is not staying with the Washington football team. Uh, and a lot of fans are upset, and I, I understand that. I get it. Um, here's how I kind of defended it from Ron Rivera's perspective. You know, like sometimes you could have... Um, sometimes you could have a, a situation where, you know, two people are in a relationship, right? And, and and one part of it is great. The rest of it is not so great, right? And, and there's a lot of bumps in the road, right? And you just have to keep fighting through those if you want to stay in the relationship. And sometimes people don't want to stay in that relationship. Sometimes it's one-sided, sometimes it's two-sided. The sense that I get here, the sense that I get from talking to multiple people around the league and inside the building is that this is kind of mutual, You know, this is Ron promoted Kyle Smith when he first got here. Didn't know Kyle Smith, knew his dad. Didn't know Kyle Smith, respected Kyle Smith because he was told good things about Kyle Smith and he could see and evaluate the kind of young talent that they had. So he knew he had something. Until you work with somebody every day, until you really get to know somebody, it doesn't always mean that just because they do a good job, you're going to see eye to eye with them. Or 
that you're going to be able to resolve certain differences. So, you know, look, we could sit here and we could talk about how how dumb this is and how stupid this is and how and how infuriating it is that they're letting somebody else good out the door. Organizations generally in general allow good people out the door, right? Not every organization is going to promote somebody that turns out to be good. When Washington allowed Sean McVay to interview for the Rams, I think Bruce Allen misjudged severely and thought, oh, the Rams are not going to hire him, but they're going to interview him. And yet, Kevin Demoff, who Bruce was tight with, and the owner out there, they decided to roll the dice on Sean, who was 31 years old, and nobody thought was going to get a head coaching job that particular cycle. That's not how it works. And a lot of people scoffed at it and thought, oh, the Rams are stupid. And all Sean McVay was doing was winning back-to-back division titles and going to a Super Bowl in his first two years. And then they won a playoff game this year and could have, could have upset Green Bay last weekend. I think Sean McVay is a perfect example of, okay, gosh, we can't let that guy, another guy like that, out of our building. The problem is... When Sean McVay went to go interview for the Rams, they didn't have a spot for him to be elevated. They knew that if some team took the plunge, they were going to lose him or he would return as their offensive coordinator. With Kyle Smith, it's not exactly the same situation. Kyle Smith could 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 be promoted to assistant general manager. Hey, we're going to train you to be the general manager. You know, maybe this is a short term thing with Martin Mayhew. We don't know. Maybe it's a two- or three-year thing. We don't know. They could have done that and maybe kept Kyle Smith and maybe found a way to keep him happy and like he felt like his career was on the ascent. But they chose not to, or at least they haven't chose to do so, and I don't think they're going to. Um, the bottom line is, if if Ron Rivera thought that he could work every day long-term with Kyle Smith, then Kyle, they would have created a spot for Kyle Smith to stay. They didn't, and that's okay. Sometimes things don't work out. You do not want friction when you have to work hand-in-hand with somebody every single day and when you have to make hugely important decisions. It, it, it's that simple. So Kyle Smith will leave at some point this week. And everybody will go, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. But remember where you heard it first. That's all I'm saying right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. There's really no other Washington football news. We'll get to some odds and ends, uh, some tidbits from the weekend, because I say that. But there's a big quarterback that became available over the weekend, and maybe two. So we'll roll the dice on both of those scenarios next, right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, guys, after a rough weekend, you got to get back to it. You should get on an echelon. Echelon can get you to your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. 
Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity is, you get a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of home. World-class instructors motivating you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. And unlike the competition, Echelon is affordable for everyone. One membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. And right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on. Hey, guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. It's Peter Bukowski. He hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts like this one. So congrats to our guy, Peter Bukowski. Speaking of Peter Bukowski, he dropped a little nugget uh, on my radio show about a week and a half ago about Aaron Jones potentially being a free agent target of the Washington football team. He had heard from a source. Now, I, I don't know exactly who he heard that from. I don't believe he was just speculating and throwing it out there because he had no reason to. Uh, it's not really an ideal fit in terms of you know, they already have Antonio Gibson, they already have J.D. McKissick and Peyton Barber, but clearly Peyton Barber is just a, a short yardage role player. And J.D. McKissick wore down towards the end of the season in terms of his pass protection, never really a big factor in the running game, did have over 80 receptions, but he's only under contract for one more year. So I cannot rule this out. Aaron Jones, the Green Bay Packer running back who can also catch out of the ball out of the backfield. He's had a couple years uh, where he's had uh, 45-plus catches. Now, he did get hurt on Sunday on a fumble, which turned into a Tampa touchdown almost immediately. Uh, And he never returned. Chest injury. So we don't know if that's a torn pec or or anything. I I don't know. Uh, All I know is that the hit knocked out two guys. Uh, Whitehead, the, the Tampa safety, And it almost hurt them. I mean, it did kind of hurt them, actually, because Green Bay started moving the football uh, effectively through the air once he went down, and they were already missing Antoine Winfield in the NFC Championship game. So it's just a name to keep an eye on in terms of, you know, free agents at a 
not obvious need position, but I, I can't tell you guys how many times I've seen a team draft somebody or sign somebody at what is not considered an obvious need position, right? We hear all the time football teams should layer talent and depth as much as they possibly can. And sometimes football teams see things a little bit differently, right? They want to strike in certain ways. For instance, last offseason, Washington thought their wide receivers were really, really, really problematic. And they were probably right. As a matter of fact, they were right, right? Do they truly have a 1A? No. Do they truly have a 2 maybe, yeah, I guess Cam Sims, but I'm not absolutely convinced that Cam Sims is a true number two, true number two, because uh, a lot of people would have said Steven Sims is a true number two after last year, and he f- flamed out, couldn't catch a cold, Um, so I need to see more out of Cam Sims first, but they went after Amari Cooper, and they went after him hard. But once he signed back with the Dallas Cowboys, they went bargain basement shopping and they made a mistake with Cody Latimer, who got in criminal trouble. And ultimately, they had nothing to show because they went bargain basement shopping uh, and because they didn't do anything even after Latimer got arrested in late May um, until they brought in Dontrell Edmond uh, early in training camp. And my point of the matter is, You know, like everybody thought, oh, okay, well, if they're going for a wide receiver, well, then they'll go for Austin Hooper, a tight end, or, oh, they, no, they went after Logan Thomas, right? They didn't even really make a strong push for Austin Hooper, or if they did, they priced it at a price that wasn't even close. You know, I'm still not sure that I've heard both things. My point is, is teams do things differently, and they attack needs and players and talent that they feel fits better than a lot of media and fans will see. And a lot of fans are going to say, don't pay Aaron Jones, A, because he's a running back, and B, because they don't really have a pure need. But I would argue that you always have a need for good talent. And I could further extrapolate that argument to saying, yeah, I mean, if it's a reasonable price. Now, what is a reasonable price? <laughs> that, that's what I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. I can't pay Aaron Jones four or five years and 40 to $50 million. That I can't do. But if he's willing to, you know, take a two-year deal for maybe a higher AAV, you know, maybe, maybe. More guaranteed money, maybe. I mean, there's all sorts of different ways that you can structure something uh, to make somebody happy. So you have that situation. Uh, you also, from the NFC Championship on Sunday in Green Bay, have Chris Godwin. I wrote about at SI.com. Uh, you can check out Washington Football at SI.com. Chris Godwin was my player to watch because he's the top receiving free agent. Uh, I guess, you know, you kind of can argue between him and Allen Robinson. uh, But if Chris Godwin's not one, he's two or 1A. Five catches, nine targets, 110 yards, would have had more uh, if he caught a kind of intermediate to deep in route, uh, which hit him right in the hands, dropped it, 
He's only had three drops, I want to say, in his core in his career, according to ProFootballFocus.com, uh, and then had one today or on Sunday. Had a long of 52, snatched it out of the air, plucked it, uh, was huge on third down in the first half of this game, had at least three third down conversions uh, of his five receptions, including two very early in the game, which helped Tampa certainly on the first drive extending on third down and scoring with Mike Evans, catching a 15-yard uh, touchdown pass. Now, uh, he didn't score, meaning Godwin, a touchdown, but again, led the Buccaneers more than double in terms of yards. Mike Evans was next with 51. Uh, Chris Godwin's probably going to get 15 to 17, 15 to 18 million dollars per year. I, that might be a little bit too rich for what Washington would ideally like to pay, but I mean, listen, you know, you're going to have to pay for somebody. If you want top-tier talent on free agency and you're not able to draft it, unless you get really, really lucky, you're going to have to pay for it. I mean, what do you think Allen Robinson's going to cost? Allen Robinson's going to cost $20 million per year. Like, so Godwin might cost a little bit less. And, you know, I would say this, you know, from a, from a, a, an overall perspective, I'd probably rather have Allen Robinson, right? Um, I mean, he's a little bit bigger. He's a little bit, but he's all, he's had a torn ACL. Godwin just keeps coming on and coming on and coming on. He was a pro bowler in year two of his NFL career. He can work inside and outside. He's six, one and a half. He's not small. Again, pretty good hands. Went to Penn State. Scored 18 career touchdowns there. Eh, 6'1 and a half, 210. Uh, you know, look. I mean, third round pick. Plenty of guys. I, I should say he's now at the end of year four. But he really broke out in 2019. His first two years were kind of like, you know, okay. Like, there was something there. His second year, 59 catches, 842 yards, seven touchdowns. Last year, he really broke out. Had over 1,300 receiving yards. 1,333, 86 receptions, and nine touchdowns. A little bit banged up this year. Was a unselfish teammate going from uniform number 12 to 14 for Tom Brady. Brady paid him back by targeting him, quite honestly, uh, a whole bunch. Remember, he 5 for 79 and a touchdown uh, against Washington in the playoff game. Uh, and again, we just told you what he did on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. Still, even though he only played 12 games uh, in the regular season, had 840 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. Not bad. Not bad. And so far... In the postseason, 14 catches, 223 yards, an average of just under 16 with a score. So Chris Godwin is a guy that you should definitely, definitely keep an eye on. All right, so that is uh, something from the AFC, uh, from the NFC Championship game. From the AFC Championship game, you know, the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs have a bunch of free agents. I got to be honest with you, the list was kind of thin when I was plucking through it. So, you know, I, I my assignment was kind of picking one potential free agent in Sunday's games that could shine, that could be of interest to the Washington football team, that could fit. 
And I came up with safety Daniel Sorensen. You might say, who? Well, that's the guy that knocked the ball out of Rashad Higgins' hand at the goal line last week against Cleveland, that controversial hit non-call. But also, you know, look at his production. I mean, uh, I think 85-ish tackles, uh, three interceptions, five passes defended, a couple of forced fumbles. I mean, he's all over the place, you know, and he's got a lot of experience on special teams. Uh, And speaking of special teams, I went with Andre Roberts from the Buffalo Bills. Um, You know, the Bills have a bunch of ex-Washington football slash Redskins players, Trent Murphy, Ty Insecki. Um, They had Lorenzo Alexander, uh, Josh Norman. All of those guys are free agents this year. So is Andre Roberts. Now, Andre Roberts is a Pro Bowl kick returner and punt returner. He's made the Pro Bowl three years in a row, the last two with Buffalo and one year before that with the Jets. He's averaging, you know, 30 yards per kickoff return, I think, in his career uh, or, or something close to that. And, oh, by the way, his family lives in Northern Virginia. Uh, how do I know this? He owns a Zaxby's restaurant, uh, you know, kind of a fried chicken type a place. I did a, a long feature with him and, and his college uh, teammate at the Citadel, Duran Lawson, uh, over the offseason. Um, it's five minutes from my house, and, and Andre owns it, and he's planning on building more. So you tell me, does he want to be in Buffalo, or would he like to be in Washington, which is a lot closer to his business and his family? You tell me. Makes sense to me, right? All right, so that's that. We'll come back, put the finishing touches on this particular episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Uh, Two quarterbacks that we have to, again, begin the conversation on. Potentially of interest, maybe. Potentially available. One definitely is for the Washington football team. That's next right here on LOWFT. I'm Chris Russell for Built Bar. That's right. Got a good workout in on Saturday. Did not. Did not on Sunday. And right after my workout on Saturday morning, I grabbed one of the mixed box of flavors that Built Bar sent me uh, to try out. And I had a cookies and cream, one of the six new flavors. And it was delish. I had not had a cookies and cream. And it tastes just like, well, cookies and cream, right? So if you like cookies and cream, you're going to love these new flavors from Built Bar. Cookies and cream, caramel brownie, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, 12 original flavors, nut and nut free flavors, and bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They don't get stuck to the roof of your mouth. They don't break apart. They're soft. They're easy to chew. Uh, Think of a Milky Way type consistency. Uh, is is the best way I can describe it uh, to you, those that are familiar with that. Plus, they're great for any diet. Uh, they're low in carbs, low in sugar, high in protein and fiber, and low in calories. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, I took a bath on Sunday in the AFC and NFC Championship games. Yuck. I went to betonline.ag Sunday morning, and I was feeling froggy. So I laid $5 down on the Green Bay Packers to win straight up on the money line. And they had their chances, uh, but I lost on that. 
Yuck. Then I put $7 down on two different bets, one for the Bills to win straight up and one for the Bills to cover the three and a half, I believe it was, and lost on both of those. So I lost a total of 12 bucks, I believe it was, on the conference championship games. Plus, I put a little bet on the New York Islanders. They lost. Uh, and uh, I put a couple of other small bets down, and I won those. So it was not a good day uh, for your boy on Sunday overall on betonline.ag. But I had some fun, right? I had some uh, some 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 rooting interest and some interest that I normally wouldn't have had on a couple of different games, right? So can you when you go to betonline.ag and when you make your initial welcome bonus uh, a deposit, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Go to betonline.ag, use the promo code locked on, and again, you'll get that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast uh, with this. We'll tell you uh, that David Harrison, co-host of Locked On Bucks, is going to join us from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama at some point this week. We're just working out some details. Uh, You're going to be hearing a lot more from David uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, So uh, look forward to that. We will have that for you later on this week as he is going down there in person to Mobile, Alabama for a couple of days days. Meanwhile, two quarterbacks potentially that could be of interest to the Washington football team. One very small chance, Aaron Rodgers. Now you might say, Chris, what are you talking about? Well, Matt LaFleur took the ball out of his hands, kicked a field goal, made it a five-point deficit, and nobody understood it. Everybody went berserk. Aaron Rodgers said, hey, look, I called the play on third down right before that, and I would have called a different play if I would have known that Matt LaFleur was going to kick a field goal. Okay. Uh, Three straight incompletes. Nobody's going to remember that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers also could have run for a touchdown. Nobody's going to remember that. Uh, He had just an enormous swath of field, which he could have run uh, and probably gotten into the end zone on a third and goal from the eight-yard line. Instead, LaFleur is going to take all the criticism And I get it. I mean, I didn't understand the decision either. I would have gone for it on fourth and goal from the eight uh, because at worst, you still need a touchdown, right? And you still need the two-point conversion. But we can debate that from now until kingdom come. LaFleur, after the game, said, quote, when asked if Aaron Rodgers would be back next season, and he's under contract for a couple more years, quote, I sure as hell hope so. I mean, the guy is the MVP of this league. He's the heart and soul of our football team. So hell yeah, he better be back here. He's our leader. Well, there's only one guy, well, two guys, I guess, that could really determine whether Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay. Matt LaFleur and their GM, Brian Gutkust, or and or Aaron Rodgers, right? So maybe three guys. That's it. So if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be back in Green Bay, because remember, they drafted the quarterback at the back end of the first round, uh, Jordan Love, and that didn't sit well with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he wants to get out. Maybe. Let's not overreact to this, to one questionable, shaky decision. The other quarterback definitely wants out. We found out on Saturday evening that Matthew Stafford wants out of Detroit, and Detroit has agreed to shop him in trade talks. 
uh, and to mutually part ways at some point here. They'll have to take on some of his cap money. Matthew Stafford has two years left and um, very reasonable money for the acquiring team. Now, they'll probably want a contract extension at the age of 32. I would assume one thing to keep in mind, his wife seems to be uh, very, very, very loud against things that she does not like. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, there might be a little controversy from time to time there. But uh, to me, if I'm the Washington football team, that's something I just have to go hard on, right? I don't know if I absolutely make the deal because it depends on what Detroit's asking for, but you damn well sure bet. Martin Mayhew, Ron Rivera, and Marty Herney should be on the phone to Detroit if they haven't already been uh, to Detroit's new GM, Brad Holmes, like now, like right now. Like it should have already happened already because Stafford's going to cost less than Deshaun Watson. Uh, and again, Aaron Rodgers is really a pipe dream. Just something to keep in mind. All right, we will have more on Matt Stafford coming out throughout the week. Uh, different trade proposals, different um, links, and different, you know, all sorts of information. One thing I know, Stafford's been banged up from time to time, but he's tough son of a, mm, you know what? I mean, he hangs in there. He tore his thumb up against Washington this year, stayed in the game, never missed a game, kept battling, kept fighting. Even though Detroit was eliminated uh, late in the year, he kept playing, didn't sit out a game, even week 17, wanted to play. Uh, That's important to him, and he's a tough guy. And, you know, he might have more more wear on his tires than a typical 32-year-old. It's not like he's been injured a ton Banged up here and there. That's going to happen. Guys take shots. Uh, He did miss half of 2019. Something to keep in mind. But again, he's not going to cost as much as Deshaun Watson. And Martin Mayhew is the new general manager. That's the guy who drafted him number one overall in 2009 for the Detroit Lions. So you connect the dots. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us as we get the week going a little bit longer today. Uh, And again, thanks to our sponsors. uh, And thanks to you for listening. Our sponsors today, Echelon, Built Bar, and BetOnline.ag. Thank you for listening and downloading the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Keep coming at us. We'll have uh, coverage from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama later on this week. Coverage of Super Bowl 55 as well and what it could mean for the Washington football team uh, and the past connections between Tampa and the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to both of those teams and thanks for being with us. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.